you, EBO? Brad Jones is the director of the Missouri NFIB. And the Small Business Optimism Index is, well, kind of the same as it was last time I talked to him. Hi, Brad. Hey, Fawn. How are you? Happy New Year. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You know, (laughs) it snowed and the Cowboys lost. 2024 is starting off just great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's it. Yeah, and right now it's five below up here in Jefferson City. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure it's a lot warmer down there in the tropics of uh southeast Missouri. Oh, but, it's uh, it's five above. So we we get oh, that wow. our our wind chill is ten below. So Yeah. Same I know, boat, same I know. week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um Well the optimism the optimism index. Um it was kind of interesting because it did bump up a little bit. Uh and uh it went up it went up a point which the listeners probably don't care but it did go up so that means that they felt a little bit better and, I, and maybe there's a maybe there's a reason for that you know you remember oh, christmas when that one came out was december and i think by all accounts we had a pretty good uh holiday season i think most right. uh, small retailers did pretty well i mean people have not stopped buying and that's been a really interesting part of this economy uh the the big the downside of of this particular um, index was the fact that we've still got forty percent of our membership that have job openings that they can't fill. Mm-hmm. So we've still got inflation that's a little bit higher than anybody wants, and it's just really really difficult with unemployment being so really low uh, in finding somebody to to take those jobs and they're hiring it's not people like they're not like on the spot they're hiring people on the <clears> spot <throat> i don't care if you have qualifications i'll take you i'll teach you upright and breathing mm-hmm. is about all, all, <laughs> all we Will need you show up tomorrow yeah yeah oh there's all kinds of crazy stories about what uh what companies are doing these days to try to to uh, lure employees in and you know it's not really fun that we're not trying because i think we had, uh, I don't remember what the percentage was of folks that actually tried to hire people last month. Uh, the issue is, are they qualified at all? And like we had 92% or something like that, couldn't, still couldn't find anybody, even though they did try to, uh, to hire folks. So, you know, that part of the economy has just been really, really the, the rain cloud over the small business sector and that's and that's hiring people and you know you've got if people keep buying stuff then you're going to have to have people to work and you know the poor business owner is already putting in 80 90 hours a week Mm -hmm. and um it's just it's just been a real a real maddening sort of a situation i think if that if that part of it sort of chills out and we start Seeing uh, that forty percent go down. Well, I mean, the average for the survey is twenty-two, so it's you know it's it's way up there. And as far as the index goes itself, you know, it's at ninety-one point nine, but yet the fifty-year average is ninety-eight. So, it, although it's looking better, it's certainly not getting worse. Let's let's put it that way. So yeah. at least everybody's feeling a little bit better, but I, I think they're feeling better right now because of the fact they had a pretty good holiday season. Yeah, well, and, you know, credit card debt went up to over a trillion dollars, so people are spending money they don't have, so that's going to come back and 
bite us in the butt. But, you know, I well, have, my grandchildren, you know, they are from the generation after the generation that was taught you don't have to work to make a living. Um, so we've got an entire generation of lazy and that's sad, and I know that's not a broad stroke that fits everyone, but it is true. I know an entire generation of people who don't work, including one of my children. So, you know, it's it, it's a sad thing in America that we did that to our kids, but we did. And one of mine is, is, is not working because he's an idiot. It's not because, you know, he wasn't told to work. But <laughs> one of my grandkids has two jobs. And the other one is working as well because they understand you don't get to go anywhere, do anything, or have have any fun or anything until you can afford a car. So yeah. you know, they fun, have is, goals. fun is uh, fun is on your dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. I think we're well, we're on the horizon is a better day. I think so. I think so. And um, my buddies are over at the legislature now. They're back. They're back here in Jefferson City, and so. Uh, they got things kicked off. Um, you know, one of the things I was going to ask, talk to you about just real briefly is, is there's, there's also kind of a silent problem out there, and that's with child care. We've got a child care crisis in this, in this state, and we've got a lot of working parents, or I should say non-working parents, that are having to stay home because they cannot find any place or afford uh, child care for their kids. And, you know, I get asked all the time, well, where are the people? If you've got 40% of, uh, of your small businesses out there that have a job, where, where did everybody go after the pandemic? One of the issues is we, we had to close a lot of child care facilities. And when that happened, a lot of parents did not have any choice but to stay home with their kids, mm-hmm. and uh, especially your five and unders, you know. And right. so uh, Brenda Shields has got a bill, House Bill mm-hmm. 1488. It was heard in committee and will be voted out this week. That's fast. I mean, that's pretty quick. We're only in the second, third week of session. So it uh, it provides some incentives for both employees, for the parents, uh, for the employers, and for the child care facilities themselves. So it got a long way last year and uh, didn't pass the Senate. Go figure. And uh, so, anyway, we're going to take another run at that this year. And I, I, I really do think that there, there are folks out there that are not in the employment pool because of the fact that they've, you know, economically they've just got to stay home. Well, so, you can't afford the child care. It's too stinking expensive to begin with. I understand well, that they have, you know, licenses and money and overhead and and staff and all of that, but it's gotten to the point where it is cheaper for one parent to just stay home, but you can't live on one income. Therefore, government assistance steps in once again. So we're creating our own problem here. It was kind of an interesting discussion, Fawn. We, we, we were sitting around with some of uh, my leadership council, some of our small businesses, and they, and, and it's, it's kind of an interesting, it was an interesting mix of folks because the urban, the, the folks that live in the cities, Said, well, we can't, <laughs> we can't get childcare because it is so expensive. Mm-hmm. And the rural people were saying we can't get childcare because it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, you know, they're just they're our our one facility in our little uh, two thousand person uh, town is closed, and you know the churches have have some of them have closed some of their early childhood childcare uh, facilities, and we just don't have any. 
Yeah. I mean, they just don't exist. They call them child care deserts. Well, and well, I only have one minute left, Brad, but I'm telling you right now, um, they make it almost impossible for you to have a daycare at your home. They make you jump through so many hoops that it's it's expensive and impossible. So if the government could just um, let let people babysit like they used to do without uh-huh. having to, to do 98 different things to your house just to make it compliant for you to get a license, that would that would be a better situation. Well, the regulatory hurdles for child care is, is probably one of the most regulated of all industries. I mean, you think about restaurants and all the things that they've got to go through. Child care facilities mm-hmm. have a myriad of things that it's they have dumb. got to do. And, and I think a lot of folks that think about doing that just look at that and throw their hands up and say, uh-uh, yeah. I'm not, I, I can't do it. And some it's of not going to happen. I'm, I'm completely out of time. Where do people go to read your... Uh, input and your reports on the inflation for Main Street for December. Lots of good stuff on nfib.com. And if you're not, if you're a small business and you're not a member, we can take care of that online too. We'd love to have you as a member. Director at the Missouri NFIB, Brad Jones. Always good to talk to you, Brad. Thank you. Always good to talk to you, Fawn. Have a good year. You too. Bye bye.